BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Usual Wines. Here's the deal. Usual Wines are wines for the modern drinker. Okay, so let me paint the picture. You're at home. You want to open a new bottle of wine, but then you pour a glass and a half, and then you realize, okay, well, now I've just wasted the the rest of the bottle because I'm not going to drink it the rest of the week because I got to get shit done. The cool thing about Usual Wines is each bottle is 6.3 ounces, which is essentially like a heavy pour or about a glass and a half of wine. So no more pouring wine down the sink when you don't want to finish the bottle. Because of the single serve format and bottle design, Usual Wine is always fresh and no more that flat, bubbly, or stale rosé. Nothing is worse than when I open a bottle of Prosecco to make a spritz or something and then... I'm not going to drink Prosecco the rest of the night and I've just wasted an entire bottle of bubbles. Usual wine is the perfect amount and the perfect pairing to that that night where you're like, I need a glass. The wines are low carb and have zero grams of sugar. Usual has a red blend, a rosé, and a sparkling white wine called a Brut. We also have Usual Spritz, a low alcohol, 8.5 alcohol by volume, low calorie wine spritzer that's made of sparkling wine and guava juice, like a white claw for grownups, if you will. Each serving has just 83 calories. Honestly, this wine is really refreshing, really delicious, and it's great to just crack it open and I haven't wasted anything. Go check out their website at www.usualwines.com and use my code absolutely for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. Again, that's usualwines.com. Use my code absolutely for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. They come from... All of their wines are from world-class American viticulture areas in California, like Napa, Sonoma, and Santa Barbara, and are made with minimal intervention, zero sugar, and zero additives. Check them out. You're going to thank me, usualwines.com. And again, use my discount code, absolutely. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Happy New Year, everybody. It's the first solo episode of the year. Hello, welcome to an episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How you doing? Well, I'm going to get right into it. How am I? Wellness update. I'm unwell, bitch. Why? Because the world's on fire. (laughs) Have to laugh to keep from crying because my anxiety's through the roof. Damn, for a little post-nasal drip, she's still got it. There's a lot to get into. Lots of thoughts, lots of feelings. I can't wait to dive into the absolutely not line. I'm sure we have many things to bitch about at the top of the year. One, at no point, like at the, sh- the, the strike of midnight, did I feel like it was like new year, new me. 
to me. There are no goals to be set. I just want to be able to, you know, do anything that I wasn't able to do last year. Right. It's just an extension of this bullshit 2020. And I really, you know me, guys, I'm a joyful, positive person, always trying to be glass half full. But I do believe there's a perfect mixture of A, everyone's being a fucking douche. Two, the cold weather set in. And three, I'm terrified 24-7 of what's about to happen to, you know, America. That's really added a nice mixture. If you put that in a blender, put it on high, add a little almond milk and chia seeds, you've got yourself full-blown crippling anxiety. I mean, what the fuck is going on? I had a a different episode I was going to release this week, and I was like, no, 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 no. I got to talk directly to my crew. We got to have an A to B, P to P conversation about like girding your loins, locking things up, and, and just being on alert. Okay. Obviously, what happened at the Capitol last week was just like, what the fuck? I'm not even going to try and have some like highbrow, uh, intelligent conversation about this because the only thing that I can even get to the tip of my tongue is, huh? I'm sorry, what? Shit is just crazy. We are living in a fearful, awkward, weird, hateful time. And I don't even know where to look up. Do you look up? Do you look down to the left, to the right? What the fuck's going on? You know, it's just fucking nuts. I feel truly, truly, truly in, in my heart of hearts, and I mean this on a, on a very serious level, I believe that as a spiritual woman, as a woman who loves the Lord, I believe the Lord gave us one commandment, and that commandment was to don't be a dick. And guess what everybody in the last, oh, I don't know, year and a half has been able to do? Be a fucking dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think if you were to reapproach the King James Version, if we were to really break down what the word said, it says number one commandment. Well, number one is love the Lord your God. Number two, don't be a dick. Guess what everybody's been able to do? Number two, be a dick. It's fucking wild to me. It's wild to me. Now, I know we've been just like, inundated with information. And y'all, I just finally had to fucking delete TikTok because I don't even know why this shit's getting pushed to me. It's a mixture of the conspiracy theories. It's a mixture of the end of the world rapture moments. I'm not even clicking on like hashtag QAnon. I'm not even clicking on scary shit. I'm on TikTok to look at fucking air fryer recipes. You know, maybe how to do a squat to get a bigger butt. At no point am I even clicking on this shit, but it's being sent to me. I got so fucking freaked out last night. This lovely gentleman, I I believe he's a prophet, was on TikTok and he was like, it's about to happen. (laughs) The Antichrist is on the rise. Look to the West. We have about seven years left. I fucking got broke out in full hives. And I don't know if you've been on TikTok, but once you get in on the videos, they just trap you because the next one just scrolls up. So it's not like you have to pull for the information. So all of a sudden, I'm, I'm watching a bitch make buffalo cauliflower in the air fryer, which you know is my fucking jam this year. And then the next thing you know is, get ready. We got seven fucking years left. I almost shit myself. Got down on my knees. I said a prayer. I said, Lord, I am protected in the blood of Christ. I'm praying for all my brothers and sisters out there. I'm also just don't know what the fuck is going on. And then this little voice came inside my head and he said, Heather, 
Just don't be a dick. Love the Lord. Keep it Gucci. And I said, you know what? He speaketh it. I'm sharing it. You know what I'm saying? Anytime you want to make anything sound biblical, you add an if at the end, like shareth. He taketh awayeth. Wow, we're only about yeah five minutes in and I've already lost my damn mind. Hold on, water break. So I just want y'all to know, obviously I am so fucking hyper aware of everything that's going on for my own fucking sanity. For, for the, literally the show to go on, I'm going to have to take a little bit of a hot pause break. I went to Costco yesterday at 9 a.m. after I went to a gynecological appointment where my doctor said, you're probably going to be in menopause soon. Freeze your eggs tomorrow or good luck to you. I went to an 8 a.m. pap smear. Who does that? I don't know why, but I did. Also, side note, I just want to encourage all my female listeners, go get your breast check. If you're like me and every time you try and do just a simple breast check in the shower, I told my doctor, he's like, do you, he said, do you do at-home breast exams? I said, I sure do, but I got to be honest with you, bro. Everything feels equally lumpy. And he said, that's a good point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To me, anytime I squish around a boob, I'm like, it all kind of feels fucking weird. You know, some days my nipples to the left, other days it's got an attitude. I don't know what to do with it. So I just want to encourage everybody to get your doctor's appointments, get your moles checked. And I'm not, again, no fear mongering, but just a little PSA. And I'm about to tell you about something of another safety PSA that really fucking shook me that just happened about 30 minutes ago. But my point is, I have a dear friend who had a random freckle on her fucking leg, skin cancer. I got another friend, not even, she just turned 40, got breast cancer. The only way she found out is because she had to get a mammogram before she went in to get her boob job fixed. I mean, thank God she had a wonky ass implant. She would have never known. So I just think we all need to take a self-reflection day, get your moles checked, get your vagina scraped, check your eggs. You know, it can't fucking hurt. I'll tell you what, can't hurt. Let's backtrack. Okay, so Sunday night, I'm watching these just terrifying TikToks. I'm like, the Lord's coming. He's angry. I don't know what to believe. Lock the doors. They're storming the Capitol. These people are nuts. What's up? What's down? What's left? What's right? Jeff's a Catholic. Are we going to make it? (laughs) You know what I mean? Just where you start to second guess everything. Who's Adam? Who's Eve? That bitch. And so I'm just like, I'm, per, I'm, I'm just pulling up Thessalonians, just a, just a raw Thessalonians. You know, I'm looking for the, the, I just sometimes when I get really anxious, and again, this is how I connect to my spiritual being, which is the Lord. I'll just open the Bible or I'll look up the Bible verse of the day because I know it's going to like, you know, God speaks to you that way. <laughs> and it's like, and Jonah said, watch out, was I swear to God. <laughs> I'm sorry, God, I'm, you know, you know, I'm telling you, he's listening. And I just said, okay, God, I needed something to calm me down. And you just took me to a another level. I'm at the top of Mount Olive, just screaming, watch out. We're starting a new year, but damn it. We all still feel like shit. Why? Because none of us are taking care of our bodies. You know, I've been on my heart healthy journey and I found these things called blender bombs that have changed my damn life. And now I told y'all about them last year on the podcast. I'm getting blown up with responses. Y'all fucking love this shit. Megan says she feeds them to her kids. Carol says she's helped her lose 10 pounds. Stacy says she uses them to sneak more spinach into her husband's smoothie. 
He didn't even see it coming. Hey, Carl, guess what? We got you. How? With blender bombs. So what the hell are blender bombs? Well, they're these little, like two tablespoon size balls made of superfoods like nuts, seeds, dates, and a touch of honey. So now you don't have to go rummaging through your pantry for 10 different superfood ingredients that you want to add to your smoothie. Okay, I don't know if you, last time you had smoothie time, but next thing you know, you got 15 things on your fucking counter and you have no idea what anything is. Well, Blender Bomb puts all of those ingredients in these little balls that you just pop in your smoothie and you are good to go. The Blender Bombs help me stay full longer. Plus, they make my smoothie taste creamier and thicker, and they're friggin' delicious. And since I'm all about some healthy habits in 2021, I'm going to follow their advice and commit to four or five Blender Bomb smoothies a week. Don't worry, though. The Blender Bomb girls are all about the 80-20 lifestyle. You know, smoothies in the morning, water during the day, a bomb bar for a snack, and then dinner. We close out the day with some wine, spinach, artichoke, dip, pasta, live your life. It's about balance, baby. Blender bombs are the fucking jam. I really do love them. They have all sorts of different flavors. And the cool thing is like some of them have like bee pollen or different nuts and and essential superfood little kicks to them that it's just easy. You throw it in your smoothie and I'll have like my spinach, my protein powder, uh, a little bit of almond milk, some blueberries. And and it's just that added extra oomph to my smoothie. What I'm doing is I'm doing a green shake in, in the morning just to start my day off. I'm like, if I can put one good thing in my body at the beginning of the day, I'm going to start feeling better. Here's the deal. Check them out. My favorite blender bomb flavor is the original and my favorite bomb bar flavor is a peanut butter cookie dough. Their bars are friggin' insane. You're going to love them. You can order them online at www.blenderbombs.com and receive 20% off your order by using code absolutely. Again, go to blenderbombs.com and receive 20% off your order by using code absolutely. They're an awesome female run company out of Charleston. I love these girls. I love their products. Give them a try. Again, blenderbombs.com. Receive 20% off your order by using code absolutely. Anyways, I go to my doctor's appointment. He's like, he did this test, which is called an AMH. Anti, yeah, it's an, anti-mullerian hormone blood test, which basically, I don't know how the fuck it works, but I think I've explained this on the podcast before. It can basically give you an idea of what your egg count is. Through blood tests, who fucking knows how accurate they are. But he, he said, listen, it's still really fucking low if you want to think about having a baby, which I don't want to have a baby right now. The thought of bringing a baby into the world when I got to worry about whether or not I'm going to have to be dressing in full camo and strap a fucking baby in a papoose on my back because we're, you know, fighting at the fucking Georgia border. Like, I can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that, the, I am very maternal, but the thought of having to do that, I can barely take care of myself. I'm not ready. But I said, all right, let me, let me do some inquiries. Let me freeze some fucking eggs. Anyways, so that was yesterday. So today, I'm all over the fucking place just because this really spooked me out. But a safety PSA for women. So I just went into FedEx and I had to return a box. And as soon as I walked in, I felt this guy's energy. Do you know when you just feel it in your gut that you're like, "Mm, this guy's up to no fucking good. Creep alert. It was this, doesn't matter, but he was a white dude with like a Yankees um, hat on. Again, not profiling New Yorkers, but you know, um, but he was one of those assholes who had like his mask around his chin. And as soon as you walk in and you see that, you go, okay, you couldn't, you couldn't just pull your fucking mask up. Poor girl named Lisa, who's about 18 years old, trying to wrap up your fucking package, brah. Like I immediately looked at this guy and said, I have a bad feeling. 
So I do my business. I pay for my package. I get out of there. And now I am parked right in front of the FedEx. So my car's looking at the building. I'm like, oh, fuck. I, I back up because I'm going to take off. But then I realize, oh, I got to make a couple phone calls. So I pull off into another part of the parking lot just to, to gather my thoughts and, and connect my Bluetooth. And there's no other cars around me. Now, my, the back of my car is facing the front of FedEx, but there are no other cars around me. On the phone, making calls, hang up the phone call. I then pull down my rearview mirror because I'm about to like try and put on some mascara while I'm here. I swear to God, as soon as I pulled down my mirror, I could see the guy in my blind spot approaching the back of my car. Now, this is not like there's other cars around me where he's about to slither around my car to get into his Camry. That wasn't the fucking case. This guy was going directly for my backside door. I was like, God spoke to me in that exact second and went, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. This is what's happening. So I just grabbed the, the control. I, it was like a weird thing where it was like fight or flight because I knew this guy was actually going to try and get in my car. And I was able just to pull the car and drive and just like move, start moving up because there were no other cars around me. Now, this is something that I tend to do in parking lots. I don't always park next to everybody else's cars. One, I don't want my car dinged. And two, I just like to, you know, get my steps in. I don't have to be in the front parking spot. As soon as I move up, this guy starts running up, up on the sidewalk. Like he knew that I knew that we both knew he was going to try and do something shady. Everything about this guy's energy was demonic. Everything about it said, watch out. Like before I even had even gone into the FedEx store, something told me in, in my body, just keep your eyes and ears open for this dude. So I take off and then I pull up in front of a Target, which is like eight stores down. And I call Jeff and I'm like, Jeff, what the fuck do I do? And I'm like, do I call the cops? He's like, I wouldn't call the cops. See if there's a security around there. Like, see if you can see the guy right now. Just you get out of there. So I was able to tell the, the, the security in the shopping center, but it was just obvious that this guy was trying to approach my car in a very aggressive, sketchy way. And you know what's so fucked up is in any other time, you'd be able to be like, this guy was 100% absolutely, in fact, going to try and get my car and fucking kill me. But now we're also in this such, such a sensitive society where I'm like, I actually have to, I'm like, did I do something wrong? Which is fucked up, but it is what it is. So- all of this anxiety of just like safety and what the fuck's going on and do I have to worry about going to Costco because you're going to have all these fucking crazies in there, you know, fighting over water. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And then God called me in a moment and he said again, I gave two commandments. Love the Lord your God and don't be an asshole. And here we are. Guess what everybody's doing? Being an asshole. But just a quick safety PSA for ladies in broad fucking daylight, anybody will try and do anything. Keep your doors locked, your eyes and ears, your wits about you. Just if you have that bad feeling, walk away from the situation. That's what I'm trying to say. If you've got that bad feeling, walk the fuck away. And I've decided at night, I made a very conscious decision. I cannot look at the talks anymore. The TikToks are taking me to a dark place. I need to live in the light because God says nobody knows the time or place or anything. You don't know when the hell He's doing what he's doing. So you know what? You just look to the sky and you keep the faith. And in the meantime, don't be a dick. And that's on God, period, point blank. Um, that's what's up. Okay, so let's get back to this damn fertility thing. I was talking about this on Instagram yesterday, but I have one of those panic moments where it's like, if I really do have three eggs left, I called Jeff. And I was like, Jeff, we can't have that kid. 
We cannot have that kid, Dylan. I went in a full downward spiral because my anxiety has been through the roof. And I just called him and I, I'm, you know, I'm like, the, the doctor thinks I might go into menopause. I don't even know how the fuck he knows that. And also sort of in the back of my mind, because I'm such a cynical bitch. I'm like, even though my gynecologist is not the one who's a fertility doctor, I'm like, is he paying the fertility doctor or like vice versa? Like, is there a kickback? Do they just tell every woman that they're about to go into menopause? So then that way they make money. Like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. And then I have another girlfriend who's texting me and she's like, I mean, freeze your eggs, but you do know that these doctors need you to have babies so they can make money. And so then we're just, <laughs> I'm just like in a bad place. And y'all, I'm a very rational person, okay? I'm a creative. You know, I smoke a little weed. I like to think about, I might microdose a mushroom on a Tuesday just to kind of giggle. But I, I, y'all know me, solid like a rock. I got my feet planted on the ground. I believe in a higher being. I often talk to him alone in my car, but I believe he talks back. And that's my personal business. Stay out of it. But I mean, at this point, I'm just like spiraling. So I call Jeff and I'm like, Jeff, we can't have a a kid with the werewolf t-shirt. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And in that moment, I just pictured that the only egg I had left was, oh shit, hold on guys, sorry. I, I got an Apple watch and I don't know how to silence it or turn it off. So if it goes off, just bear with me. Another fucking thing I need on my body, in my face, alerting me to the fact that the world's on fucking fire. About to throw this thing in the fucking river. So anyways, Jeff's like, what do you mean a Dylan? I said, you know him. I know him. He was the kid in school who wore the werewolf t-shirt and you'd get him in the cafeteria and he'd always have a milk mustache over his already adult mustache. And this kid was in like the third grade. What are you in the third grade? Like eight? He's like eight years old and he's got a full fucking mustache. And he'd wear his wolf t-shirt and sometimes like a black overcoat. And he would be in the, in the cafeteria just going like, oh, oh, just howling at the moon and all the kids are laughing, but they're also like slightly terrified of Dylan. And he walked on his tippy toes because he played soccer, but he only played soccer because he wanted the snacks. He didn't play it because he was ever going to take it to a collegiate level. You know exactly who I'm talking about. And now just side note, I am clearly not talking about anybody with a, you know, a a special needs child. I am talking about that punk ass kid who just was a punk ass kid and tried to be quote unquote weird to be a fucking weirdo. You know, Dylan. And then he ended up growing up and owning a, um, a European body auto body shop because he was like really into BMWs. (laughs) You know what I mean? When you got to high school, Dylan drove like the old three series BMW from like the 80s. And he now owns a European body workshop where he tinkers on like old Jaguars, Mercedes, anything German made. He's like, that's my fucking specialty. Now, a little bit of a controversy. Some people said that it was Dylan, D-I-L-L-O-N. I do believe that Dylan is a Dylan from up north. Our Dylans were always a D-Y-L-A-N. So that's just specific to our werewolf guy. So I'm sitting in the Costco parking lot right after I've left the doctor's office at 8 fucking a.m. crying to Jeff that I may, you know, I don't know if I'm in menopause now. I don't know if this doctor is just fucking scaring me. I'm staring at the doors of Costco going, I got to go in there and get water so we'll fucking survive the next week. And I'm crying because I think I might end up with the sun in a werewolf t-shirt. Jeff's like, you need to fucking chill the fuck out. Go into Costco, get those little cheese crisps 
you know, I love these damn cheese crisps from this company called Wisp. They're so fucking good. And they're just like these hard cheese crisps and they're delicious. He's like, go in there, get a tub of jerky, some cheese crisps and just sit and munch in your car and relax. But then it got me thinking about other kids in school. And now listen, kids are just fucking weird. All right. You know it. I know it. Think about your old elementary school days. You had the, the typical kids in your class. You had a Dylan in the werewolf shirt. Then you had like a Rebecca. You know her. You love her. Horse girl. You'd go to PE. You'd all lay across the mats in the gymnasium. And she would go. <laughs> and she would run across you. You'd lay down like you were a human equestrian set. And she would jump over you like they were. She was doing jumps, you know, on a polo horse. Clydesdale. I, I don't know a lot about horses. I know there's Western saddle and Eastern saddle. Sure. I've been on a horse a time or two. Okay. Regardless, you know what I'm saying. Rebecca was so fucking into horses and you were like, okay, this girl, she goes to horse camp and she would get pulled out of class specifically to go do horse stuff. Now I went to a private school. We had that. We literally had a horse trainer come to the fucking school twice a week and the horse kids got pulled out of school. We, it's not even like we were in the country. We were in a nice suburb. And they'd take them up on like the soccer field. I'm sure the soccer coach was fucking pissed about the turf after the horse just took a shit. He was always a girl named like Rebecca. Sometimes even an Ashley. Like my sister, I think, did like two lessons. And horse girls went two ways. They either grew up still horse girls or they turned into like Gigi or Bella Hadid. You know what I mean? They ended up being like super fucking hot. Just Google any photo of the Hadid sisters, they're always in a stable, in a barn, brushing a horse. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm saying. That's who they are. That, that's who the horse girl is. She's a fucking supermodel. Everybody hates her. And now because she's a supermodel and she's been on Vogue six times, she has enough money because horses are a reach fucking sport. You can't do a horse on, on a T-Mobile budget. You know what I'm saying? You need that Vogue money. Then it also made me think about the kid named Travis. You know, Travis, he always put his hands in his T-shirt so it looked like he had pterodactyl arms and he would run around the library and just go, like that, make those weird fucking noises, the dinosaur noises. And here I am trying to just check out and get my Berenstein Bears book. And I'm nearly just shit myself on aisle three because Travis came around the corner, always had a gap in his teeth, Never got it fixed. And then years later, Travis like somehow gets oddly hot and he's on the wrestling team. He's still short. He's still the same height as he was in the third grade. But now you're like in 11th grade and he's like kind of hot and muscly. And you outweigh him. Again, I'm speaking from my personal experience, but I outweighed this kid by like, I don't know, a good 80 pounds, even in high school. And I still hooked up with him in his truck. You know what I mean? He had like the lifted hot truck. He was two feet tall, but you're like, yeah, I'll give you a hand job. Whatever, it's Wednesday. I got nothing else to do. Oh, you want to go to Chick-fil-A after? Sure, great. Let's go. There was always a Seth in everybody's class. Let me break down a Seth for you. Always in trouble. Kind of greasy hair. Always had his hands in his pants. Always touching himself. Like to the point where the teacher would have to be like, hey, Seth, I'm going to put you on the red tape if you don't get your hands out of your pants. Seth introduced everybody to SIGs in high school. Seth now works at a kiosk at the mall and hits that giant, not the, not the vape, not a little slim vape, a full, uh, well, fuck, what are they called? You know, like a gauge. You know, when it basically looks like they have a full Vitamix blender in their hand. <laughs> basically, people are walking around with their own air fryer pressure cookers. Just <laughs> that's, that's Seth. 
Seth got into like a little bit of a, oh, no, I know exactly what Seth did. Seth didn't go to college. He ended up doing online poker for a couple of years. Okay. You know it. I know it. And then he went down to Mexico for a hot bit to see if it would work out. Guess what? Didn't work out. Now he's working at a kiosk in the mall, still touching his junk in broad daylight all the fucking time and just hitting that giant Vitamix, just and then blowing the smoke right in your face as you approach his kiosk. Because he's actually selling something you need, like cell phone covers. And you're like, fuck, I could get it on Amazon, but I'm here. (laughs) That's the thing is about Dylan. Let's go back to Dylan on the werewolf shirt. Dylan was also the kid who, when you asked him his name, you're like, Dylan, this is my mom. Introduce yourself. He would open his mouth and just make the Chewbacca noise. And you're like, Dylan, stop embarrassing me. Introduce yourself to my mom. And you know what Dylan does now? He's the CFO of Tesla. We love to see it and we saw it coming. And here we are. But the werewolf t-shirt was so fucking key. I think I might, I might get a couple werewolf t-shirts just to like be nostalgic. You know what I'm saying? Now, I know I've talked a lot about the kids that we had, the, the guys that we had in elementary. Remember the girls? There was always a bitch named Kelsey. She called you fat in the hallway. Hey, can you move? Can you move? You're so fat right now. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? She was the teacher's pet. Always the teacher's favorite. Honestly, because she probably wasn't that attractive. You know what I mean? She was one of those girls that was just like, eh, eh, eh. It is what it is. Like that was her peak. Sixth grade was her peak. You're like, the face is never gonna. I'm saying it because Kelsey was a bitch. You know what I'm saying? And her, anytime she wanted to say something back to you is always, wow, well, at least I'm not fat. And you're like, (laughs) okay, Kelsey. (laughs) And you knew that you were going to make, you're like, it's fine. Call me chunky all day. Yeah. Did I win a Doritos eating contest in the fifth grade against a kid named Taylor Davis? You bet your ass I did. Let me paint the picture. My friend set up five bags of Doritos. It was how fast could you eat the whole bags? They were, you know, travel size, lunch bag size. Guess what? He got through five. I got through eight in about a minute and a half. And I will tell you this. At one point, I got a, like, you know, a very sharp, perfect triangle. It was like, the tail end of a chip and it got lodged in my throat and I wouldn't let anybody know, but that thing burned in the back of my throat for a a month and a half. I had a voice literally like this and people are like, damn, Heather, what happened to you? And I was like, no big deal. Got some dental work done. But it's really and truly because I had a diamond crusted chip in the back of my fucking throat, just jabbing into my esophagus. But I couldn't show pain. I couldn't show fear. Was it going to show weakness? In the cafeteria? Absolutely not. You know, my friend uh, who's an elementary school teacher said she had a kid on the, at the playground one day just take a dump. And she's like, Jason, why'd you do that? And he goes, well, I saw my dog do it in the yard and I wanted to see how it felt. She was like, touche, Jason. All right. I mean, live your fucking life, brah. She's like, I couldn't get mad at him. I don't blame him. So kids are just fucking weird, dude. Kids are fucking weird. So I had a full-blown meltdown thinking I was going to end up with one of these, either a Seth or a Travis or a Kelsey or a Dylan. I was like, I was like, if I am one shot, it can't be one of these kids. They're all assholes. And you know what Kelsey's doing now? She's thriving on fucking Facebook, even though the rest of us have all gotten off Facebook. She's selling weight loss shakes. She, she teaches at Jazzercise Tuesdays, Thursdays, loves a Kohl's. 
loves a fucking Kohl's. I mean, whatever. I haven't been to Kohl's in a while, but I'm sure it's Gucci. But regardless, you know him. You, you hated him then. But now Dylan, ladies, if you can somehow find that Dylan from your school, you need to look him up because he's rich as fuck now. He's hot. He's grown into that full-grown, <laughs> that full-blown mustache. And honestly, the werewolf kid at school was really the only kid who truly saw the bigger picture because they didn't give a fuck then and they still don't give a fuck now. And now he drives like a Maserati and is friends with Elon Musk. So I'm just saying, go back to your yearbook this year. That's what you should do for your vision boarding. Go back to your yearbook, find Dylan McCraw, Dylan McGarrett. That's always his name. Find out where he is now. Hit that fucking LinkedIn hard. All right, I've been chatting enough about my own just fucking neurosis. Uh, Let's get into some of these voicemails. I want to see what you guys have called in, what you're bitching about, what you're anxious about this year. I do want to encourage you. We are going to be positive. There are going to be great things that are going to come out of this year. Lord willing, in the creek don't rise. But in the meantime, go to Costco, grab a bottle, hunker down and pray for daylight. You know what I'm saying? All right, let's get to the voicemails. Hey, Heather. It's your boy, Brandon, from Kentucky. Got an absolutely not. We talk about it a lot, but absolutely not. Having to join the Dead Dad Club. It sucks. My dad passed just the other day. Not cool. He was in the hospital over Christmas. So now, you know, like you, Christmas will never be the same. But anyway, on a lighter note, you know that when you go through something like that in the South, and I'm in Kentucky, we're still in the South, you know, when people are born, we eat. My dad, we eat. And everything in between, we eat. So, you know, not about getting to join the My 106-pound life um, through all this, but, God, there's a lot of good food. But anyway, absolutely not for that. Actually, absolutely, yes, I'm going to eat it. I already have. But anyway, love you, Heather. You make me giggle. You're getting me through. And um, love you much. Brandon from Kentucky, my sweet Brandon. I love you so much. Absolutely fucking not to joining the Dead Dad Club. Honey, we are here for you. I'm sending literally rays of just like light and love to you. I am so fucking incredibly sorry. And also absolutely fucking not to dad dying around Christmas. It's like, come on, brah. You know what I'm saying? Because Brandon, I know that now that you're in this situation, you're like, are you fucking kidding me? It's one thing that they pass, right? It's one thing that the universe allows them to get sick or however that they have to leave the next round, go to the next round. But you're like, a fucking Christmas? Come on, dude. Brandon, I love you so much. And I just want you to know that this is a community and so many people reach out and say, you know, that they've, they've lost loved ones. And listen, I've, I've said this before. This past year, I think everybody who has not gone through any some sort of trauma, we are all going through a collective trauma, right? People all now have at least a, at least a two degrees of separation of somebody they know that that's lost somebody, whether it be COVID or just things are now brought, I guess, in the forefront of your attention. Do you know what I'm saying? And listen, I used to think that I lived in a total fucking bubble. Before my dad died, I was like, oh, that's sad. Other people's, you know, parents pass, but it's, you know, it's never going to happen to me. And then it fucking happens. And then you're hyper aware of it all the time. And Brandon, again, I am so incredibly sorry. And I've said this 
before, but if you ever, you know, if, if you know someone who's lost somebody and you don't know what to say to them, say this, that's fucking bullshit. I'm so fucking sorry. Genuinely, that's the only reaction I ever wanted to hear when, when my dad passed, when people were like, that's fucking bullshit, dude. What the fuck? I'm so sorry. Because really and truly, that's how you feel. You're like, what the fuck? You gotta be kidding me, bruh. Brandon, I know that, that you're sitting in your car right now. You said you were trying not to do my 600-pound life and eat the snacks. You already ate the snack. You're like me in front of Costco the other day, just wolfing down cheese bits because I'm panicked. And it's okay. And my biggest advice right now is give yourself grace. If you have a moment where it's overwhelming and it's too much, I want you to release the feeling. So say you're sitting in your car, you just picked up a 12-pack of, you know, Dunkin' Donuts munchkins. I want you to eat them. I want you to cry it out. And then I want you to release that feeling and that energy back out into the universe and let it go. Does that make sense? So you consume it, let it go, like release it, let it go, and then get back to what you were doing. Go back to running your errands. Phone a friend. That is my best advice. Because for so long, you're going to go through these different waves of grief and emotion. You're going to be like, I don't, today, I don't want to cry. You'll literally, I'm not even kidding you. You'll be sitting outside of a Publix parking lot because I'm sure you got Publix in Kentucky. Just eating up your pub sub, 12-incher, almost choking on the dry-ass bread because you went on a Wednesday and you know they don't bake fresh bread till Thursday. You know, and you're like, this is it. I might actually just die in my fucking car right now choking on a pub sub. And it just, this wave, something about like the honey mustard on the sandwich just reminds you of your dad for some fucking reason. And you just start weeping and then you're choking on the sandwich. And you just have this like, what the fuck moment. Grief will hit you in the weirdest, most just off the beaten path times. And I just want you to ride the wave. Always remember, give yourself grace. Let it happen. Just sit there, eat the fucking sandwich. Your body's under so much stress. You're not going to put on the 600 pounds. Two years later, you 100% will put put on the 600 pounds. So watch it then. But for the first couple months, just do what you need. You know what I mean? Fuck it. And if one fucking person, Brandon, I want you to hear me. And I want everybody on the Absolutely Not podcast to hear me and hear me now. Nothing will ever burn my titties hotter in a bad way than if you ever, ever fucking approach somebody who has lost someone and say, everything happens for a reason. You know what, Kelsey? You know what I will do? Light your car on fire with your shih tzu still in it. People who say that have never experienced shit. Do you know what I'm saying? Anybody who says, I'm, I'm so sorry. You know, it's just like everything happens for a reason. Oh, does it? You know what else happened for a reason? You've got a busted fucking face. Charles, God hit you with the ugly stick because you deserved it. Because he saw into your future and predicted you'd be at my dad's funeral and fucking say that. And he said, you know what? You're a terrible person. I'm going to make sure your eyes are too close together forever. Brandon, I, I like this is a P2P, very personal conversation, even though I know we have thousands of listeners, but I want you to know if anybody says that to you in the next year, defriend them, don't talk to them. Just know that that person for the rest of their lives will never get it. 
they will never understand the universe. They will never understand how taxes work. Like that's just the kind of person you need to keep out of your life because they just don't get it. And if at any point the words, everything happens for a reason, goes somehow went from like their tummy up to their throat, went through their brain, rolled around behind their eyeballs, then down to their mouth and came out, like they had that much of a mind-body connection for the process of those words to come out of their mouth, that means they're rotten from the core. <laughs> like, Brandon, you have to laugh at that kind of shit because it's too fucking funny. And you're going to have a lot of people like that. And you just need to say, absolutely not. Walk away before I light your Jeep Wrangler on fucking fire. It is what it is. Dude, I've been rewatching Narcos, my favorite show on Netflix. And I got a little drug dealer in me. You know what I mean? I got a little cartel. Also, fun fun facts, there is cartel TikTok. Like, I know how to do it. And if you ever say, everything happens for a reason, I'll punch you in the face and light your car on fire. And there will be no trace of it. Zero. Zilch. Not a fingerprint in sight. Why? Because that's what's up. Brandon, I love you. I hope you could get a little giggle out of this. Absolutely not to everything that you're going through. I want you to know we are all here for you and absolutely not to just the shit we're in. But on a positive note, I got your back, buddy. And we're always here for you. I love you. Thank you for sharing that. And um, I'm thinking of you, buddy. I love you. Let's get to the next voicemail. Heather, hi. It's your girl, Gretchen, down in the hill country of Texas. I have an absolutely not for a Monday morning came in um, and one of my co-workers uh, was at the county fair where her child's pig won the reserve championship. Apparently, they all celebrated by giving themselves ivermectin shots to f- prevent COVID. And apparently, ivermectin is a large animal wormer that these people think can prevent COVID. Um, she had leftovers and came to the office today and wanting to inoculate us all with ivermectin or big animal worming. I said, no, absolutely not. Uh, same stuff that's in like heart guard for dogs, for heartworms. Um, said no. So I'm waiting for this to go terribly, terribly south um, and wanting to know if I should call 911 or the veterinarian when people are in crisis. Okay, girl. Love and light. Hope it all goes well. Okay. So many parts of this voicemail are incredible. I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> oh my God. You come into work. What One, shout out to the Hill Country. I mean, it's a great part of Texas. You're telling me your coworker comes in with a fucking her own vaccine showing prize pigs and just thought, got it. I know exactly what will deworm us all. She, I, I, don't, I, I don't have words. Like, this is the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard. One, absolutely yes to her tenacity, you know? Absolutely yes to her just like, like leaving the fair and being like, that's it. Looking at her husband. I don't know. It's got to, it's very specific. Marshall, you know what I mean? Marshall, Marshall, I, did you hear what they said? Did you hear what they said? They said, we could just take this dewormer. Literally, I could give it to the girls in the Bunko group. 
we could get rid of COVID. But see, this is big government trying to keep us down. We could have been doing this at the damn barn the whole time. Whoever this woman was at your office could have also been a horse girl. You know what I'm saying? You know exactly what I'm saying. She could have also 100% been a horse girl. (laughs) I can't. Like, what was even your reaction? What do you even say? Like, no. Hey, love that you have livestock. You know what? I'm going to wait and go to the hospital. I love a naturopath. Don't get me wrong. Listen, bitches, I was on that high-dose vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc, magnesium game years ago. I've I've paid more money to see holistic doctors that basically put grapefruit up my ass, always around the corner hiding in the bushes looking for something good. Do you know what I'm saying? If you were like, hey, Heather, this is what you need to do to get rid of COVID. Find a tarp, cover it in peanut butter, derobe down to a thong and a bralette. You're going to roll around in the peanut butter, put dried eucalyptus leaves all over your face and do what your boy Dylan in the third grade did and howl at the moon. I would absolutely fucking do it. If they told me to put anything in my butt to cure COVID, would do it. At this point, I've had in the last three weeks, six COVID tests and a pap smear scrape whatever cells out of my body you need to scrape. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, go ahead and do it. I'm not scared. Never have been. Never will be. Holy shit, that is so fucking funny. Like, no, ma'am, you absolutely not can come to the office and bring your dewormer. Now, my thing is, how many people took this bitch up on her offer? She's like, meet me by my Honda, my Honda Odyssey van. After work, I got the goods. You can't be mad at a self-starter. You can't. But it's also like the other people who think, you know, like those young life, young living, just essential oils are going to cure everything. Listen, do they put me in a nice mood? Drop a little lavender in a diffuser. Take a deep breath. Feel like you're on an island. Relaxing. Does it sometimes transport me to Provence, France, and the lavender field, drinking a crisp glass of Real French-ass rosé. Absolutely it does. Am I going to let this lady outside of her Honda Odyssey van inoculate me with a dewormer for a pig? Probably not. Fuck, people are getting crafty as shit. But this is kind of what it goes back to when I said, like, I have to get off TikTok because it's a really dark space. Everybody presents everything. Like, they have the answer. Oh, yeah, dude. Saw it on a talk. Some dude in his basement who's a rancher said, if you get the worm shot, you're good. Honestly, if the worm shot works, more power to him. Am I going to do it? Probably not. Will I do some slight research later today on it? Yeah, of course. But that's the thing. The way everybody is approaching, even like, you know, things that are going on politically, it's like everybody 100% absolutely without a doubt knows the answer. And I think that none of us know what the fuck's going on. Like, literally, I don't trust anyone. But then I'm also like, yeah, you could be right. (laughs) You know, the misinformation's so insane that you're like, eh, all right, whatever. It's a dewormer. You want me to do what? Put pomegranate seeds in my ass. All right, whatever. At this point, I give up. I'm just trying not to get mugged outside of a FedEx. 
I just remembered that a man tried to get in my car today and I just got a cool bead of sweat down my butt. I mean, it scared me. It should also scare you that this woman's bringing dewormers to the office. Man, this is a Keller Williams. We're selling townhomes. Back up. Fuck yeah. Texas always doing their own thing. Absolutely not, but also sort of like, absolutely yes. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather, it's Maxine calling from Washington, D.C. I am safe and sound here in my apartment. And, you know, we could get started on the whole D.C. business, but I'll save that for another call. I'm calling in today to let you know absolutely not to finding out that I'm lactose intolerant in 2021. This is not the life that I imagined for myself, and I cannot live without a good cheese. I'm not having it. I knew it was a problem for a long time, but I've been avoiding it because I've been working from home. So having an upset tummy hasn't really been too big of an issue, but I almost shit my pants in a Costco yesterday and I'm having to come face to face with the realization that I am allergic to dairy. It's not what I imagined for myself, but we will work through it. I just had to let you know, it's really my biggest absolutely not is a dairy allergy. In 2021. Anyways, I'll let you know how I work through it. Love and light. Have a good one. Honey, I'm sorry. Nothing's worse than irritable bowel syndrome. I mean, when you're lactose, you know. It's one scoop of Haagen-Dazs right through, the, right through the gut. You know, you're hunkered down in your apartment. You know what I would do? Eat a wheel of parm. Stress eat the parm. What are you going to eat now? An apple? Get the fuck out of here. I love that you have a very rational sensibility about it. You're like, it is what it is. You know, I'm going to get through this. We are all going to get through this. You have a level head on your shoulders. I'm proud of you. This warms my heart to know that I got, my girl's going to make it through. Is it going to be challenging at times? Absolutely. What the fuck do you do about pizza? I don't want a single person to chime in and go, you got cashew cheese. They got almond cheese. It's not the fucking same. Don't take me up on this, but I have heard The one cheese apparently that you can have is like a real thick fatty parm. And, you know, I just got that big wheel of cheese as a gift. And apparently if you have any sort of allergy, that cheese, though, the way it crystallizes, there's something about like the the bacteria in it. It might be tolerable. Do your research. I don't want you calling me telling me your colon fell out of your body because you got a wheel of parm. But just do, you know, do your own research. I was told by a doctor I needed to get off dairy, period, point blank, because my chronic sinusitis. I mean, I got so much post-nasal drip. It's Niagara Falls every time I swallow, which is disgusting. Absolutely not to me sharing that with y'all, but it is what it is. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's where I'm at. Have been that way since roughly October. The only thing I've even craved recently is quesadillas. You know, is God testing me? Probably. Is he like, the rapture's coming? I gave you one job. Don't be a dick and don't eat dairy. And you did both? Well, then I failed. I'm doing the best I can. And clearly, I'm not doing well. Sis, my biggest concern right now is that you're safe in D.C. I'm thinking about everybody going in through these next couple of weeks. I like, you know, you know, we all kind of thought at the end of the year, they're like, okay, oh, fuck. Biden's, you know, going to be president. Whatever you even fucking believe. For just a moment, it was like we could all get a breath of fresh air that we wouldn't have to just even be in this crazy political shit. Like, all right. Oh, God. I just don't even want to hear the word Trump again. Like, I just don't even want to say it. I don't want to hear it. I'm just, I'm over it. I'm over all of it. 
And now I don't even know what the fuck's going to happen. My asshole is clenched. Clenched because like Maxime, I got dairy running through me at the speed of light. Also clenched because no one knows what the fuck's going on. I did a podcast episode, I think around like June of last year. And I believe the title was like, what the fuck's going on? And I feel like we've come full circle to that. Yet again, no one knows what the fuck is going on. We are back at square zero. The COVID cases are up. Everybody in LA is fucking dying. We got people storming the White House and poor Maxine can't even have a fucking hunk of cheese to settle her nerves because she'll shit herself. What the fuck is going on? I don't know why I was foolish and naive to think that, you know, 2021 was going to hit. We were going to be good. It's all Gucci. I think we're at the bottom of the fucking barrel right now. But you know what? Like Maxime's energy, we're going to, this is what we're going to do. We're going to focus. We're going to regroup. I can only control the things that I can control. So what am I going to do? I'm going to delete TikTok. New Year's resolution. I'm deleting it. It's unhealthy. It's bringing me down. It's making me scared. It's not allowing me to grow in the light of the Lord. And I'm going to pick up Duolingo, which is an app that helps you learn a language. And I'm going to manifest the shit out of be able out of being able to go to Italy this year. Do I know if the wedding's going to happen? I still don't know. And don't worry, I'm going to have Jeff on the podcast next week and we're going to break down our whole marriage thing because I know y'all have so many questions about that. But I want him to be here to uh, to be able to tell you about that. And there are very exciting things happening in the future. But right now, we're in a dark spot and we need to live in the light. So my new goal, my resolution for myself is every time I'm tempted to get on the Instagrams or the talks or the YouTubes and look at something scary, you know what I'm going to look at? I'm going to get on my, my, my language app and work on my Italian because I'm going to live in the light. I can only control what I can control. I'm a good person. You're a good person. If you're allergic to dairy, you can only control your cheese intake. I can only control what I consume right now. And I just need to consume Italian words to make me feel like there's light at the end of the fucking tunnel. Y'all, I love each and every one of you. I've been in a wild spiral today. And um, I'm praying for us. We're going to do this. We're going to get there. As always, you can call into the hotline, 800-213-7503. I want to hear maybe, you know, some of your anxieties of this year or, or what's something that we do have to look forward to. Maybe next episode, we can do some absolutely yeses. Again, I'm going to get in here and uh, run down, you know, the new exciting thing. I'm a married woman. I got legally married at the end of the last year and I'm not leaving you with a cliffhanger, but I'm going to leave you here with a cliffhanger. We're going to get into that next week. As always, thank you for calling. Brandon, thank you for sharing um, about the loss of your father. We love you. We're here for you. Gretchen in Texas, thank you for letting us know that, you know, a lady outside your office is giving her own vaccines. And hey, Maxine, I don't know if it's Maxine or Maxime in D.C. We're thinking of you, praying for you. And listen, do your research on the Parmigiano Reggiano. It might be just what you need. Arrivederci, babies. I will see you living in the light on the next episode of the Absolutely Now Podcast. Ciao, bella. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.